Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of Tummy Team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain-free and connected for the life they were meant to live. Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. This is Kelly Dean from the Tummy Team. I am the physical therapist and owner of the Tummy Team, and we do um, different podcasts. A lot of our podcasts are interviews with clients telling people individual people's stories, and some of them are interviews um, with professionals, and some are my personal journey, um, and some are educational. And today is going to be an educational podcast about the emotional connection to the core and the emotional component of the core rehab process. So if you've listened to any of our podcasts, our client podcasts specifically, you've likely heard this kind of recurring theme. Um, Almost every client, male or female, mentions how powerful the emotional connection work um, in our rehab process was to their healing journey. Um, And learning the significance of this emotional component has also been part of my journey as a physical therapist as well. Um, I've realized how important the emotional piece of it is, and um, I just felt like we needed to spend some time talking about that. As a most, probably the most significant underlying issue that we see at the tummy team with diastasis recti clients, with functional core weakness or functional pelvic floor weakness, um, is disconnect. Um, Not with weakness, but disconnect. The disconnect actually contributes to the weakness and the compensation patterns that are present in a lot of our clients. But the most common underlying issue is actually disconnect. It's interesting because in physical therapy school, we are trained to stay emotionally detached to a a great extent with our clients. And there's a reason for that. Um, We are in really intimate positions with clients. We're touching private areas. um, And we are working with people when they're in pain and they're vulnerable. And there's a power our dynamic there. And so we have to be really careful to be professional, um, to keep our clients safe, to keep ourselves safe, and to kind of decrease the risk of maybe any inappropriate attachment, um, things like that. That's why it's taught and it's very important. Um, However, that does not mean that as a physical therapist, we cannot relate to somebody's emotional experience and the emotional things that they're going through. And I've learned that uh, this holistic approach includes looking at and connecting to that emotional experience. The reason is that our body naturally withdraws from pain, um, physically and emotionally, and not just pain, but trauma, fear, Um, any negative feedback, our body wants to protect itself and wants to pull away. And this can be things that are are real or things that are perceived as pain or perceived as uh, danger. And this can also be a current situation or a memory of a past incident. 
And all of that is kind of wrapped up in our body's response. We have this physical component of that. If you think about like, if you touch something hot, you immediately withdraw from it. Your body has this protective component that wants to, you know, remove you from the thing that can cause damage to your body. Um, We withdraw from that pain. Often we kind of shut down or um, stuff any kind of emotional trauma or feelings, kind of stuff it in so that we can do whatever needs to be done. So let's say in that burn scenario, I, um, I touch something hot and um, I pull away from it. But I'm also in the middle of taking care of my, my four-year-old who just fell down. So I may just kind of wrap my hand or kind of just ball up my hand and then go and get that four or five-year-old. And I, I try not to think about what I'm feeling because I need to address the needs of another person or somebody else that's dependent on me. Um, so we can, we can disconnect and pull away to deal with whatever we feel is more pressing at the time. Um, and that can, can lead to this feeling of numbness and disconnect. And it, it really is, pretty, pretty epidemic. Um, we, we really like to numb out and check out. And that seems to be the preferred way than to be present or experience something. And sometimes it's a temporary withdraw and disconnect, but I'm, we're kind of seeing more and more that it's a long-term strategy, a long-term coping strategy to avoid pain and avoid dealing with past pains. Um, and that, that adds up on your body. Every physical movement and physical experience actually has an emotional component to it. And every emotional experience has a physical component to it. it you can't separate the emotional and physical pieces. Some, some things are more emotional than others. And, and they're not always negative emotions. Sometimes they're positive emotions. Sometimes this movement reminds you of this very fun time in your life or this very fun experience. I have a really, when I swim, I, I, I love to swim and I swam in college. So when I swim, I have this emotional release when I'm swimming that feels so good and brings me joy. Um, but if I, you know, have, there might be something else that I have a negative feeling to it. Sometimes really loud noises or, um, screaming, um, can cause a very visceral physical response in me because I, there was some domestic violence in my household when I was a child. So screaming, um, makes me tense up and shut down in a way that may not affect somebody else in that same way. So, so you can see those are those are pretty different experiences, but you can see how there's a physical and emotional component in that. So there are several kind of explanations and several, you know, ways that people might store emotional pain in a physical way or their physical experiences might have a stored emotional pain in the area of the core. You know, the tummy team specializes in separated abdominal wall and all the muscles around the core, core, the torso and the pelvic floor, the, even the diaphragm, um, and really specializes in that connection and strengthening and functional use of those muscles. 
But what we see is when people are disconnected from those muscles, it's very difficult to get them to do what we need them to do. And we have to look at the emotional side as a as well as all the physical things. We can't just numb out and power through. That actually is um, part of what causes a lot of the problems we see is people have disconnected and their body has chosen other strategies, compensation patterns to function kind of to take a detour around this area of the body so that they don't have to feel it. They don't have to connect to it and they can just kind of move around it to get to their destination. Um, a couple of scenarios that might help you relate personally. The first one is um, something that I learned in counseling um, when I was going through counseling and I've had this uh, discussion with a lot of clients and a lot of friends is that when you are upset or, or remembering something that was maybe painful or scary or sad or traumatic in some ways, um, often the counselor will say, okay, where are you feeling this in your body? And the, the mo and how are you feeling it? It can be a tension or clenching or a heaviness or an ache um, or like some kind of physical anxiety. Most people when asked this will say that they feel it in their chest, their gut, their tummy, maybe their pelvic floor, if they're that in tune and aware, but usually in that torso area, the area that we specialize, they feel it right there. That's where they've stuffed it in. And that's where that tension is held. Um, and we stuff those emotions and our feelings into our body and it kind of festers or hardens or we numb to that experience or that pain. So that's, that's like one way that we see it. Another thing that we see, and we're, we're going to talk about women and men a little bit separately, although there can be some overlap in the stuff that we're going to talk about. But what we see typically in women is a lot of the pain that women experience is held in their body between the chest and their pelvis. Um, and this starts like this can be pain from body image concerns when they're developing. Maybe you developed too early. Maybe you developed too late. Maybe you were really taller than everybody and you lowered yourself. Maybe you got, you got a big chest really young and you were, you know, self-conscious of that or you didn't get a chest. You know, our bodies, there's a lot of shame, a lot of comparison, a lot of um, trying to adjust to what that is. Um, there's eating disorders. There's all kinds of things that can often um, affect and be kind of a pain from our body image concerns. But then there's also pain or discomfort or trauma even from things like natural things like our menstrual cycle or um, maybe some kind of accident, um, fertility issues, miscarriage, any kind of sexual abuse, rape, abortion, traumatic births, um, difficult birth recoveries, and anything in between chronic UTIs, um, you know, early sexual activity, just a lot of a lot of things could um, relate or could contribute to us feeling pain. And remember, our body wants to withdraw from discomfort. And sometimes when some of those things are happening, let's say, you know, uh, it's, it's a rape or it's a, 
some form of abuse. To survive that situation, we disassociate a little bit. We kind of pull ourselves out of it so we're not re-experiencing the trauma of it over and over again so we can allow our body to strengthen and heal and recover. Um, And a lot of times, once we get to a point of uh, some some level of recovery, we don't want to go back and kind of re-experience any of that. So we just put it in a drawer and we close it. When we are stuffing pain and stuff like that into our body, and then we're not connected to the muscles that need to support our core and our intestinal tract and all of those different things, then that disconnect has consequences down the road. And the alternate strategies that women are using start to fail them because they are secondary survival strategies, not lifestyle strategies like you know tensing your jaw all the time causes like a tmj problem um you know like jaw pain and and different things like that or you know um you know clenching your glutes all the time your your thighs all the time can lead to sciatica and can lead to si joint dysfunction and pelvic floor pain and so these strategies are are starting to fall apart because they're not actually the best design of your body. And that best design requires you to, you know, stay connected to your core muscles. Um, in men, what we see is similar things. Uh, men often struggle with a lot of body image things. There's a lot of comparison and what the body is supposed to look like. Um, Sometimes there's abuse or has been bullying of some kind that they have disconnected from. Um, A lot of men um, stuff emotional pain. They're not really maybe culturally allowed to feel some of those things or weren't when they were younger or um, in in a crisis situation, they really needed to be strong and be the tough one. And so they kind of stuff that emotion um, also kind of powering through pain, powering through symptoms, being a tough guy or like ignoring symptoms because there wasn't really an opportunity to, to have treatment or to address things or everybody has a little bit of pain or that's, you know, you have to be tough. Um, it may show weakness of some kind or they may be, um, because of those things or maybe just randomly had some kind of injury that physically limited something that they really enjoyed. Like maybe they, hurt their their back doing running or you know you know hurt a knee and couldn't play football anymore and that disconnect contributes to other parts of their body as well but the bottom line is it is impossible to fully heal something you refuse to feel okay and that's that's a strong statement But the reality is, if you can't feel, if you don't have the sensory feedback, you can't feel what's going on, it's really hard to activate a muscle, to engage a muscle, to know if you're overusing a muscle, to know if you're using the wrong strategy or the right strategy to get. And and sensation helps bring blood flow in. Blood flow helps tissues to um, heal and repair and also helps to build muscle and helps to flush out toxins. So there's a lot of things that need to happen to have a very holistic and and deep um deep rooted lasting healing process. And so we look at this in the clinic 
um, a part of, as part of kind of my evaluation of every client, I would do a check for the DR. I would check them for a a diastasis and I would look at the tummy, look at the skin, look at the shape of the the belly button, um, look to see if I can see any tenting or any um, of a gap or kind of a trench in the abdominal wall. And, and I would also feel the muscles of the abdominal wall. And what's interesting about that is in the clinic, even just simply exposing somebody's tummy, male or female, regardless of the age, causes an emotional response. And we would kind of refer to this as either they're going to check out or they're going to break down. So they're either going to kind of look away, go to their happy place, la, 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 or they are starting to cry, to tear up. Like this is a very vulnerable place. And some of that has to do with the current things they're experiencing, feeling like their body has failed them or is broken or they've been told it can't heal or it just doesn't feel like them. Some of it is from previous things that have happened and lies they've believed about their body, that it's ugly, that it's um, that it's broken, that it's unhealable, untreatable, um, weak, fat, all of those things that, that happen and that we say to ourselves. Um, then I take my, my hands and I kind of wrap them around the, their, their belly to, so that my fingers almost touch on the sides of their spine in the back. And then I slowly pull my hands around, kind of pulling the sides of the muscles together. And then I hold their transverse abdominis together and I just hold it there. And I look at their face at that time because there is a universal kind of response to this, this event. That, that universal response, usually the body relaxes a little bit, the eyes light up and focus. And the client says something along the lines like, oh, there it is. Or yes, that is the muscle I'm missing. Or can you can you please just hold me like this and walk around with me like this? Because this is, this is it. And of course I I can't, I'm not going to do that. But, but that muscle memory of what that core is designed to do provides immediate relief, connection, and hope because they, they feel like they're they're It gives them some stability. It reminds them of what their body was capable of at one point and and even if they they a lot of clients will say i've never i've never had a strong core when i give them that their body in, intuitively knows that that's what it's missing that's what that connection is what they're missing and it's very easy at that point to say obviously i i can't hold this for you all the time but this is what we're going to work on getting back this is the goal is to give you that feeling that connection and ultimately the strength to maintain that for all the things you need to do the other realization is as soon as i let go of my hands is they realize how much they were missing and that sometimes makes them cry um and sometimes makes them laugh you know it really depends like they can cry and grieve kind of what they've lost for so long, or they laugh because they realize they finally 
are moving in the direction they need to. A lot of clients that we see have been trying a lot of things, um, maybe like you, trying a lot of things and, and can't quite get that the final connection and that feeling helps them. Um, there's a process to reconnecting emotionally and physically to the core. And this is the process that we use in all of our tummy team online programs. Most of our clients um, online. So you're probably thinking, I want you to wrap your hands around my tummy and give me that feeling. Well, we there are ways that you can get that that connection, that muscle memory feeling for yourself. And honestly, we have learned that the more we instruct our clients to do for themselves, the more successful they become because this is a very personal sensory kind of, I need to feel it. It's not something that somebody else can do for you long-term. Um, you, somebody else can assist you and help you. And that's what we'll do. All right. So the first thing that we do in all of our courses is we do abdominal massage or we do some form of physical touch. There's, uh, I had a mentor union injury and stroke rehab that said to me, never underestimate the power, the healing power of physical touch. And um, I saw this mentor um, do amazing things with hands, uh, stroke patients that had their hands curled up into a little ball because there was just it had it just gotten tight. Those muscles had gotten tight and people never even touched that hand, didn't know how because it hurt them. And he would talk to the client and just slowly massage the hand and slowly just rub the fingers. And within, I swear, like 10 minutes or less, they would take this crippled looking hand and it would open up and spread out. And it was, it was looked like a miracle. And I'll never forget that, um, that forever. And I've seen this and it's not just physical touch, my physical touch on someone else, but you have this power for yourself. It's a healing power when it's safe, nurturing, physical touch. Okay, not jabbing hands, not pinching belly fat, not poking in to see what hurts and what doesn't hurt and how bad I can push on that trigger point till it, you know, I'm going to beat it into submission. That is not what I'm talking about. Talking about placing your hands on your tummy and letting your body feel the warmth of your hands, feeling where your hands are, not getting grossed out by skin imperfections or belly fat, but actually just feeling your belly, doing some gentle abdominal massage to get blood flow in there and to wake up the sensory nerves and to get um, your body to start to respond a little bit more to a natural touch um, to the muscles of your tummy. Counter pressure, putting some some firm pressure against something that's maybe tender or sore. Your body, um, the nervous system cannot feel pressure and pain at the same time that uses the same nerve pathway. So when something is hurting you and you put pressure on it, it disrupts the pain cycle so that your body can relax and kind of reassess what's really going on because pain always um, cycles out. So you may have pain, like let's say you stub your toe and then you bite your tongue or you clench your fist or you, you know, try not to scream. 
the pain is in your toe, but now you also have tension in your hands, jaw, shoulders, your whole body, right? It, it kind of radiates out. And the same thing can happen in the core. You know, you have tension here and you tense up all these other areas. So counter pressure can break that pain cycle. What we warn all of our clients online and in the clinic about is that when you start to rub your tummy and start to do some abdominal massage or some physical touch to the core where you have disconnected, often it's very emotional. Often you feel like crying. You may have memories of the last time you felt your tummy because when you shut down, the last feeling you felt is usually right on the surface. So if the pain was from a miscarriage and you go to rub your tummy, you may cry as if that miscarriage just happened because we just released the last thing that you stuffed in there. And I tell my clients this so that they are prepared, not so that they're scared, but so they're prepared for it, give themselves space and permission to feel and to grieve and um, maybe don't ask too much of themselves later in that day when they do this and so that they know that it is going to get better. Um, your body withdrew, let's use the miscarriage analogy, your body withdrew during that miscarriage because it was too much pain for you to heal you to to handle at that time um but you are not in that moment anymore you are beyond that moment the circumstances are different and now you can go back and kind of feel and grieve the loss in a different way in a physical way and nurture and love your body for the work it it put into trying to save that baby because it did try your body is constantly trying to work for you not against you so this is this is something that you can experience and allow yourself to cry and grieve and usually it's just the first time it's maybe the second time but then it gets better and gets easier and it's remarkable how fast your body starts to heal when you start getting blood flow into that area and you start feeling those muscles again. I want to also tell you that this is not something you can ask somebody else to do for you. Although having your husband massage your tummy might be really a healing component for you guys. Um, you need to do this for yourself. In addition to that, this is something that you need to experience and feel for yourself. And if a massage therapist is doing it, if I'm doing it, if your partner is doing it, it's not the same as if you're doing it for yourself. And it doesn't have to be highly skilled, but it does need to be loving, nurturing, consistent. And, um, and you need to, we'll talk about your mindset. We'll talk, there's a mindset component that is helpful as well. The other, the next thing that we do in our kind of physical and emotional reconnection part of our rehab process is we use abdominal rehab splinting, which is mostly used for reinforcing the transverse abdominus and reminding you to stay in optimal positions and to stay connected to your core. But in addition, the splint provides sensory feedback to the entire transverse abdominus. It gives people that feeling uh, that I gave them when I wrapped my hands around them to help them feel connected and stable. We were not designed to be jellyfish. We were not designed to kind of just 
you know, be blown around by every wave and be really weakly gooey in the middle. You know, we're, you know, designed to have like a tree trunk of a core so that our arms and our legs are like our branches and can reach out and move. But we need that solid stability around our spine. And when we don't have it, our body's very vulnerable. And that vulnerability is an underlying form of kind of anxiety. Uh, it's It triggers, a, a, you know, either a mild or up to a severe fight or flight reaction in our nervous system where our body is constantly has a certain level of cortisol our stress hormone trying to stabilize us it it just it just messes with our threshold we use the um the analogy of when we uh have like little preemie babies that are having a hard time regulating their heart rate heartbeat and their their respiration and their body temperature and we we swaddle them and everything calms down because we pull everything kind of in and um, and it stabilizes their body. It gives them a little compression and a little support. Or you might also be familiar with kind of like a weighted blanket, how that gives your body support um, or deep pressure um, therapy kind of gives your body support and it stabilizes your nervous system and it calms you down. This is um, this simulates what your transverse is supposed to do. It's not a long-term strategy, but it can help you get that constant feedback in the early parts of your rehab process, so that you know what is um, what is going on. You you can you can feel what you need to feel as you're still moving through your days. Okay. The third way that we work on getting that emotional and physical connection is the belly breaths and the transverse holds. And so the transverse is that corset muscle that wraps around your body and it engages on the exhale. So it draws in and engages on the exhale, not holding your breath, bracing out, not sucking in your tummy, but you take a breath, you allow your muscles to expand, and then you exhale and zip up. Like you're zipping up a zipper from your pubic bone up to your sternum as you're getting taller and that wraps around and draws in and stabilizes your body. And that starts to trigger the muscle that is your support system that closes the diastasis, supports your spine, stabilizes your body, supports your internal organs and gives a co-contraction with your pelvic floor muscles to hold everything where they're supposed to be. And it helps your nervous system to regulate. And it also just provides more energy for you to do other things. If your body's constantly fighting to just stay upright or stay connected or stay stable, um, it's somewhat exhausting. So if we can start getting those muscles to start doing the part of the job they're, they're intended to do, that's going to help tremendously. And it's start, going to start building that corset that holds you together, that you're craving and you don't even know you're craving. All right. The fourth thing that we, we intertwine throughout our whole process is really your mindset, your thought process. We um, are not a get skinny quick program. We don't even really talk about size um, because I believe people come in all shapes and sizes and it's about strength. It's about connection. It's about what you're able to, how you feel and how you're able to function. And often you're going to look better and feel better. Um, your clothes will fit better, but it's not about that. So 
that's never been about that. And we, we try not to focus on that because there's enough, there's enough messaging out there about that for, for everybody. We want you to have a mindset of loving your body, not hating it. Um, respecting what your body has done, what it's trying to do, what it's endured, and not being disappointed at all the things it didn't do that you thought it should. Looking at what your body has actually been capable of under whatever circumstances you have had in your life. Not comparing it to Jane down the street or Joe over here, your circumstances, your individual life, your journey. We want you to have a mindset that honors what your body's limitations and boundaries are instead of ignoring symptoms and powering through. We want you to have kind expectations. That doesn't mean you can't have big dreams and set goals. It means that you have to have kind expectations um, and recognizing that you are the best person to nurture your body. There's nobody else that's going to be able to nurture you the way you can. Often there's nobody else that can be as mean to you as you can be, right? Your body has not failed you. And if it breaks, it's not, that's not necessarily a failure. It's breaking often because we ignored what it was telling us to do, or there was some kind of accident. You know, most of the time, I feel like people's bodies are fighting very hard to help you. We have a, a survival instinct built into our genetic makeup. We heal, we repair, we, we are able to, to have a setback and then bounce back and endure more and, and thrive even. So your body is trying to help you do all the things you're asking it to do. But we all have limits and our body tries to communicate these limits and boundaries with symptoms like strain or tension or tightness or pain or fatigue or leakage. All of those things are your body saying, hey, you passed the boundary, please stop. Ignoring it does not improve it. It simply prolongs the issue and delays the solution. So the sooner you can respond to your body in the way it's communicating to you, the sooner you can understand how it's communicating to you. And we have other podcasts on how your body is talking to you and listening to your body that we can, we can have you listen to as well. The sooner you can do that and, and understand what those symptoms mean and we coach you in that process at the tummy team, the sooner you can have a solution and the solution will be a lasting solution. You need to partner with your body. It's not your enemy. It's your best friend, your life partner, your advocate. All right. The emotional component addressing that in our rehab process has brought unexpected healing to so many people and to me. I realized how much I disconnected on my journey. I had five miscarriages, a lot of infertility. I have a history of sexual abuse in my, my life. I have some body image issues. I have had a lot of um, other types of pain as well that I withdrew from. And, you know, recognizing and, and, and addressing that 
made my whole healing journey so much more um, effective and and meaningful. And that's what we hear time and time again from our clients. And that's why we don't shy away from the emotional stuff. And we actually include it in every one of our programs, including our men programs, including our, our, you know, preparing for an, a surgery program, everything that you might think it could just be, you know, clinical and black and white, you know, that's not how the human being, the human you know, spirit is, we have, we have, you know, mental, emotional, physical, and even spiritual component to our body that I think is important to address and to include in a holistic plan for healing. So hopefully that, that helps you understand where that emotional component comes from and why we address it and kind of the ways we address it at the tummy team. You can learn a lot more about what we do at the tummy team on our website, um, listening to this podcast and, you know, following us on social media. We have a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of free resources for you. And then we have some comprehensive online programs that really can be life-changing. And we would love to support you and help you be strong for the life you were meant to live. And I hope that um, you are doing well wherever you are. We'll see you again next week and uh, be well. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow the Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support. Oh,